0: Well, what is up, everybody? Mm. Beautiful Monday to you wherever you are in this world. I hope this song makes you feel as good as it makes me feel Every fucking time I hear it every time Ooh. yeah had somebody else this morning uh, at Starbucks put their hands on the place where I put my mouth hole I finally had to tell him I was like excuse me Wait a second. Before I get into that, you know what? Bro. Come on. Tell me that Pretty strong. What's going on, everybody? Um happy to be back here. Lions just scored. Happy to be back here at the Casa Del Wolf. Casa Del Wolf. Uh at the st- new podcast, I'm not going to call it a studio because that seems kind of presumptuous, but here this is what, you know. Um Yeah, oh, this is my buddy who just Texted me because he wants me to join up for the Spartan Race. I know you're listening, Jeff. And it's all about, I'm trying to get out of a weekend, man. That's all. So I'm trying to go do the Spartan Race with these with these guys I went to college with. But um, I have a weekend already that weekend on the books. I have to figure out if I can reschedule it, you know, in that way. Um, put on a little bit of music. Guys, first of all. I just want to let you know how much fun I had in Mystic Lake, at the Mystic Lake Casino in Prior Lake, I think it's called, Um, in Minnesota. Oh, my God. It was so much fun this weekend. The crowds were amazing. But you know what I really found out this weekend? By the way, amazing crowds. You guys were great. Um, The people who are coming to see me are starting to get Used to the fact that there's gonna be um, some music at the end, they come to expect it, uh, which is great. I had some people singing along to a couple songs this weekend. It's crazy, man. You know, it's not like I I don't, I'm for sure not a uh, guitar comic, but adding those, the, the guitar at the end and doing two songs has been like it's rejuvenated and revitalized my love. For being on stage, mostly because I can't wait to just get the guitar out because, you know, anybody who knows me knows, and not so secretly, I've, I wanted to be a rock star. So to be able to bring that guitar out. But what great shows again this weekend. And, you know, it was funny. I had somebody come see me on Friday and they said, hey, if we come back Saturday late show, will you do at least a half an hour of different material? And I said, Yup. So that was fun. We got to mix that up, but what a great group! uh, In four great shows, and it was amazing. And um, but, let me tell you something: the amount of people over the age of seventy smoking cigarettes and next to their oxygen tank at the penny slots. What the fuck? Why are you smoking a cigarette with your oxygen tank? Like. I mean, I know nobody likes a quitter, but I think at some point you're supposed to be like, hey, so, <sighs> or maybe you're just at the point like, look, I'm fucking 80, so I do want the oxygen to breathe, but I'm not quitting. I think if you're 80, if you quit something, oh, by the way, I don't know if you can hear this song, Sia, if you are not, if I, dude, Sia writes a great pop song, whatever you fuck you want to say, but this is called Hostage. Um, so yeah, right? When you get to a certain age, I think it's probably almost worse for you to quit because your body's probably so used to it. If you just stopped, we had a family friend, Beth Stern, Stern. and Beth smoked, I think until like a month before she was something like 98 or something like that. She was just smoking, man. And she was like, what am I going to stop for? And I'm like, hey, that's a fucking great Beth Hart. I know you guys can't hear the music, but I can. Beth Hart, love gangster. If you're not listening to Beth Hart, you've, you've fucked up in your life somehow. She's so good. Holy shit. But so had another person put their hand where I put my mouth hole, which is a fucking problem, everybody. So I had to tell him today, hey, man, so do you have to put your hand where I put my mouth? And he goes, I'm just putting the lid on. I go, no, that's not what I asked you. I said, did you have to put your hand where I put my mouth? Like there's the mouth hole part is only like one tiny spot. That's that's where I put my mouth hole. You have like 95% of the rest of the lid to touch. Just don't touch where I put my mouth hole. But this weekend at, oh, at the Mystic Lake Casino. So I went into the bathroom. To go pee And I go pee Which is what happens when you go to the bathroom To go pee And I come out and I start to wash my hands And then from behind me Stall There's a flush Dude walks out Still eating a piece of pizza So not only did he bring his pizza Into the shitter with him But he was eating it Listen guys I'm not I'm not like a germaphobe, but you do know that like your, your toothbrush, like if you leave it in your bathroom has fecal matter on it. I'm not telling people something they don't know, but when you're eating your food directly over where the doo doo stew is like, that seems pretty dumb. That seems like you are just asking for whatever disease comes with the doo doo stew and you deserve it. You really do deserve it. Like, if you are, are you that busy? I don't think you were. Just judging by who you were when you walked out of. You're so busy that you you just don't have time. You got to just catch a quick bite on the shitter. I don't think so. I really, I think, guys, this is where we draw the line. Now, when I was in college, as a joke, you know, I used to eat cereal on the crapper. So when my roommate walked in, he'd be like, what the fuck? But not as a grown person. Who understands. Look, and in college, you did a lot of dumb stuff. In college, I saw a person uh, chug a pitcher of beer and then throw it right back up. Because it was just basically straight beer. And then he just drank it for the rest of the night. And I was like, that's gross. You threw that up. He goes, yeah, but it's just beer. Really, it was just beer. Went down and came back up. I'm like, yeah, it's probably got some other stuff in there that doesn't taste quite as good as beer. He was like, yeah, but it's mine anyways. And I was like, okay, well. I can't argue with that because it was already in his body. That's what he was saying. He was like, it was already in my body. And it's not like it was like, there's no f- chunks in here or food. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty gross. Um, but that's just like, that's guy shit. Like, guy, there's a certain level of disgusting that comes. Like, we all know that one dude. Everybody knows that one guy where you're like, you know what? You know who would do that? DeSaro. DeSaro would do it, Right. And that's as a matter of fact, I think it was a guy named Rob DeSaro who drank. And anybody who's listening to this that I went to college with, please correct me. But I, I think that's right. I think Rob DeSaro drank that pitcher of his own vomit because he's no uh quitter, you know. And uh, <laughs> yucky, but pet peeve hit me hard today, everybody. Okay. I'm at Ralph's. Not a person. Ralph's is the name of the supermarket out here. I I guess I get it if you're still paying with a check. That's, you know, that's your prerogative. You pay however you think you can pay. I got no problem with that. My problem is when everybody's been waiting in long lines and you watch them ring you up. And then you wait until they tell you how much they owe. And then you put your purse down. You look for your checkbook. You ask them if they have a pen. You ask them again how much the bill was. You ask them what the date is. Hey, listen. We've been in line for 20 fucking minutes. You've been watching them ring you up for five. Take your fuck checkbook out. Get the fucking pen. Start filling shit in. There's other people behind you. It drives me crazy when people do that shit. They're all... It's, and I know some people are like, hey, just relax, man. Just chill through the day. But why am I always asked to relax? Why can't they put a little fuck of pep in their step? It's the same thing with the left-hand lane drivers. Why? Why is it me that has to slow down? Why don't you move the fuck over three lanes? I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, so that was Pet Peeve. Um, uh, the Pet Peeve for me today. I do... Uh, I also had a... What the shit? That's really weird. Uh, on my TV, a phone call just came up on my TV. I didn't know that was something that we had the capacity to do. That's weird. I'm glad I'm not high yet. That would have freaked me out. Guys, just so you know, Elvis Costello, angels want to wear my... You know what they want to wear. Um. So, yeah. All right. Anyways, what are we going to talk about this week? A lot of shit to get to. Um, let me just start by saying, you know, and I tweeted this out earlier this week. I know a lot of people are, are are talking about how there's, you know, the problem is nobody. There's no facts or any facts. I don't, you know, when you're talking about like fake news or whatever, and, and uh, political sh- the political shit that's happening and the a lot of the misdirection and misinformation. There's not enough facts. There's no facts. The problem is not that there aren't enough facts. The problem is there are too many fucking facts. You have access to everything. Everything. So you can find a fact that'll 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 back up your point of view anytime you fucking want to. Any time you want to. There are too many facts. And so here's the problem that I've really it's taken me a little bit to figure out how to articulate it, but man, so We've lost the art of discussion. Not, not just because people yell at each other. We've, we've gone over that ad nauseum, right? Not just that. The problem is that armed with all of these facts or regurgitated facts or whatever you want to call them, nobody truly is interested in solving problems. Nobody is interested in solving problems. Look at the talking heads on TV, all of them. Man, it's a nice... Easy listening. Random shuffle tonight. Sam Smith, make it to me. Um it's nobody's interested in the discussion. Nobody anybody who's you know, you listen to people, nobody's interested in solving problems. People are interested in being right. That's it. That's it. Just in being right. Crazy. So Armed with whatever knowledge they think they have, because everybody right now is a fucking genius. They just want to continuously argue their side. They don't want to solve anything. This is a problem, everybody. This is a real fucking problem because we've always had problems. Every country has problems. Everybody, you know, 50% of the country disagrees with the other 50%. It's always been that way. But we've listened to each other and compromised, and that's why I keep going back to guys. Fuck those motherfuckers. Hey, listen. Let me, I'm gonna tell you something right now. I am, I am, pretty close to having my not Walking Dead, not Walking Tall. Oh, what was that movie with Michael Douglas where he went fucking crazy in the car? Not. Um, oh, you guys. Somebody, this is what I. You know what I love about this, by the way. I really do, is that I know you guys because I love getting your messages that you were screaming what it was. Not walking tall, not walking dead, walking strong. Um, tall walk. Huh. Oh, I have to figure out what this is, you know, the one where he goes crazy and he's like that dude and falling down. Right. Pretty close to my falling down moment. With big business Hey fuck these people man They are not our friends And they're fucking us all over the place And there's nothing we can do Unless we get together You know the phone companies and the airline businesses Those are the f- worst Because they got you by the short and fucking stubbies Right They got you by the short and curlies Because what are you going to do not have a phone Nobody's going to do that What, what are you going to do not fly No. You got to get across the country You going to take a fucking train I don't think so Let's start with the airlines. No, let's start with the phones. So we all demanded lower bills, right? And people, they started to get competitive. And people were saving money. So what did these motherfuckers do? Now they make you pay for their phone. So I have an iPhone, right? This fucking sack of shit Apple. And so... I I got a whatever. I had to buy it in the installment thing. Oh, Regina Spector, Summer in the City. Love Regina Spector. What um, oh, is a really a mellow mix? I might switch it up. This is not good for the energy. Well, let's see what happens, you know? Okay, so, uh, and I go in and my, my phone, like it's not texting, you know? I, it just freezes. A lot of times I can't text for like two or three hours at a time. The fucking phone heats up. It shuts off. But it's not even two years old. But Apple makes their phone, so they break, so you whatever. Whatever. So I go in and I say, hey, and I know this is going to sound, you're like, this this is the way it is. It doesn't have to be this way. It's this way because they're greedy as fuck. And they need, when when I think about how much money they make and they still continue to fuck us. Because they want to be that rich Fuck them But guys We have to start to take a stand So I go in I go hey man So your phone is just not functioning And to no fault of my own It's two years And, and so I, I, um, What's the deal with just trading in The phone and getting a new phone And they were like yeah That's cool But you still owe this amount of money And I said, no, totally get that. But, you know, the phone breaks at a year and a half. All of your phones break at a fucking year and a half. And now I have to pay the extra half year and pay for another new phone. Like You're going to double me up for a half year because your phone sucks and that's how you make them. And they were like, well, you can do that or you can just continue to use the broken phone. And so I was like, no, listen, I have insurance. But that's not the point. The point is this, guys. They are setting it up. They know their products. Look, light bulbs didn't work very long. And then miraculously, all of a sudden, they have this light bulb that works forever. Why? Because we know the technology exists. They just made light bulbs so they would burn out so they could make money. Totally get it. Batteries, the same thing. Totally get it. Phone, totally get it. But then I'm going to have to draw the line. Because they continue to fucking double me up. They continue to double me up because I know I need a fucking phone. And they know their phone breaks. And there's no, listen, it doesn't matter what other company I go to. Right? Airlines. And I don't know if this makes sense to you guys. I don't know if that phone thing made sense. But I just kept saying over and over again. I just take it out of my pocket and put it in my pocket. So it's not like there's wear and tear. So your phone broke. As it always does a year and a half in and I got to pay for the extra half year and then I got to buy a new phone. So you're doubling me up, right? (laughs) And they said, they said, yeah, everybody does that. What the fuck? Everybody pays a month or two on a broken phone while they're paying for their new phone. What the fuck are we doing? How do we not demand better for ourselves? The airlines gouge us. Why do they gouge us? Why do they charge us for bags? Why do they continue to fuck? Dude, they, they got to make 30 billion and they just can't make 28 billion? Like, that's what I go down to. Like, you got to make 2 billion. You can't make 1 billion, 800 million, you greedy fucks, so you don't nickel and dime us. The fact that we pay for bags is so stupid. Is so fucking stupid. The bag's going with me, motherfucker. Yeah, why well, I got to pay for that? I just paid for the ticket. I got to pay a ticket for my bag too? Fuck you. You know the biggest scam in the world is ATM machines that charge you. Hey, are you charging me for access to my own money? Is that the biggest scam ever? And you know what we're going to do. Uh, You want your money? Yeah, I'd like my money. Great. We'd like you to have your money, but in order for you to get your $20, you have to pay me money. What? What the fuck just happened? They nickel and dime us, but there's 200 million of us. So you think of it like, no, not a big deal. It's a big fucking deal. It's a big fucking deal. They're nickel and big businesses are nickel and diming uh, us to death. And By the way, I'm, I'm counting politics as big business. They, uh, it's weird how everybody goes in the office Not with a lot of money And they come out fucking stacked I know I'm all over the place tonight But I'm so fucking mad At getting nickel and dimed by billionaires Which is why they're billionaires by the way But at some point When do you just go I made money I got a ton of fucking money Why do I still need to fuck these people You can think of any business you want man the big guys, they're killing us. They're killing us. They don't give a shit about us. We have this is why it burns me up that we're in fighting. The people who are fighting are fighting for what? We're fighting each other. The, 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 the rich people don't give a fuck. They're gonna be rich anyways. You know, I wasn't was it Ralph, was Ralph's today, right? And um well, fuck it. I'm just gonna start doing. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna start doing things just for myself. I. 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 I don't. I don't. I'm not i am not going to get a tin foil hat and shit and sit in the backyard and scream up at the helicopters. But that was I won't back down by Tom Petty, by the way. But I can't fucking take how the us the citizens are treated so fucking poorly. Oh, wild, wild west! Come on, yeah, I don't want to hear it at all. But part of the deal. Um, I'm all over the place. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It happens to me sometimes. Fuck these people. That's why I I like whenever I can. You know, I I I try not to go to Rite Aid or CVS or Walgreens. I go to a local pharmacy. When I can help it, I go to a local grocer. When I can help it, I. I, I, I give money to small businesses because fuck those big motherfuckers. They've been fucking us, and if they're not fucking us, they're fucking their employees, which is us, which is us. I'm telling you, if you can or if you're willing, spend a little extra on your local business Let's have more of that. Customer service is the, to me right now, is at an all-time low. People don't give a fuck. They don't. They do with the small business. You know, there's a hardware store down the street. And I don't even like, I don't know if you know this. I'm not a big, like, I'm not like Bob the Builder and shit. I like to try to build things when I'm high and then see what it looks like tomorrow morning. But, like, but I go in there and I'll buy shit. They sell water in there. If I'm driving by, I want water. I want to stop at 7-Eleven. I'll stop at the hardware store. Th- these are the people. This is you and I. This is you and I we're supporting, which is what we should be doing. I, listen, it's why I don't, pan- I don't use Pandora or Spotify. I still buy, and I know it's not the little person, but it is a small business, man. Not Apple, fuck them. But it's the only way for me to give back to the artist is to buy their shit. Is to buy it? No, I know Apple still gets their shit and Apple's the worst of the worst. Dude, I can't even fucking figure out how people hold Steve Jobs in such high esteem. Have you read his book? Read his book and then still tell me what a hero that motherfucker is. God damn. I hated him so much by the fifth chapter. I looked back to see which chapter said cancer. I couldn't wait till his story was over what a dick that guy was very and i don't even know how smart he was because it seems to me from the book he had a lot of smart people around him who did the actual work marketing genius all that shit not a dumb dude by any stretch of imagination i'm saying that but fuck him not a good guy why do we hold him in such high esteem why because he made a fucking phone that can track airplanes who gives a shit an asshole. We got to stop rewarding assholes. Just because they, that's why like when I, people are, you know, guys like Chris Brown or whatever. Like how can you still follow this dude? Assholes. We got to stop rewarding assholes. Airlines, assholes. Phone companies, assholes. Ooh. Reach out to your neighbors. Fuck. Um, I went down a Yoko Ono rabbit hole today. That's a big jump. Oh, my God. Guys, have you ever listened to her singing? Um, I might have to play it for you. I've, if you've never listened to her at her art exhibit singing, it's like the craziest thing you'll ever see in your life. She's it's Somehow, Yoko Ono screaming. Is that what I want to? Okay. I'm going to turn off uh, Wild Wild West for a second. At the wild wild west. Okay. If you listen to Yokohono, okay. This is the fucking weirdest shit. So she's at like an art show, and um, it's her. This is her show. But I went down. She did like an art show where she did this. She was part of the exhibit, you know? And then she. This was her expressing herself. (laughs) You have to watch it. It's the craziest fucking shit. It's to you guys. You have to watch it. (laughs) No, I'm going to pause it for a second. This is the luckiest human being on the face of the planet Earth. I mean, if she, outside of the fact that her husband gets shot, which is pretty unlucky, but this talentless mother, this, this like, and all of a sudden, like, I was ahead, I had a coffee with Dean Del Rey today, and he brought up a video of Yoko Ono singing with John Lennon and uh, Chuck Berry, and this no talent. And she's singing with John Lennon and Chuck Berry and just starts screaming shit. But this art exhibit, like the fact that she considers herself to be this highfalutin like artist is crazy. But you have to see the video. Just YouTube, Yoko Ono screaming. Hold on. There's more. You should see the people in the background. They're like, what the fuck? She is happening. She's at, like, she's at a museum in New York. Guys, we're a minute 20 in. You have to see it. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I mean, guys, it's something you have to watch. I imagine that laughter is what was going on in her head the entire time John Lennon asked her to marry him. She was like, what? What are you clapping for? And then and then people smiling and clapping like, I guess we're going to clap. That's Yoko Ono. The fuck you do? Like, what? And she, because she's Yoko Ono, got some sort of huge spot <laughs> at a gallery in New York. No, I'm not okay with it. I'm not okay with it. It's not okay. Um, all right. One story, and then we're done, and we'll do another uh, Fairly Normal this week okay well first of all by the way this has been the longest time where oh I forgot to tell you last week or two weeks ago I saw Jakey and I went going I see it he was like man eh, like probably November 7th or 8th and it was like stunning to me because he like has his own life man that was when it dawned on me the first time I'm like oh this dude has his own life And and it it, it's like it was really. It was a, uh, a a proud and sad moment for me. Because I realized I'm like, oh, this is how it happens, you know. Talk to you know I think about then you start to think about well how much how many times you talk to your parents how many times did you see your parents like and you realize like, that's what happens they start to lead their own lives, and. I I mean, Beth and I were going through some shit today to throw stuff out, and there was, like, some basketballs and pumps and shit. and You know, not pumps, like, penis pumps, like, pumps for basketballs. And, um... By the way, I, I tried a penis pump once just to see what it feels like. Does not work. Um, so... But it's so bizarre, man. Because... And I think it's harder for the parents. I do because that you know, as the it's the countdown is the reverse, right? So for the kid, it's like I can't fucking wait to get out of here, and for the parent, is like, Whoa. um, but to you don't want them to need you. That's the goal. But the minute they don't need you, you're like, oh fuck, what about me? And it's a real mind fuck, especially you, you know. They're your babies, and then they're just not. They're your babies, and then they're just not. And, you know, there was a line from 20th Century Women, and I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't remember the exact line because anybody who knows me knows that I don't remember that shit. But there's a line where Annette Bening was talking about her son and said to this woman who had just taken him out on a date, you get to see him Live his life. You get to see him out in public. You get to see how he interacts and I'll never get that. And that is exactly, you know, Jakey is on a set right now and, and Caitlin works in a vet office and Trevor is down in fucking Fort Hood, you know, back in the army. And I, I don't get to watch them live their lives. And it's really bizarre really bizarre I mean I you know that is that's what's supposed to happen but and then you look at your wife or your husband you're like well it's just me and you huh shit (laughs) right you're like oh fuck I guess I guess we're supposed to try to like each other now but it was really weird man it was really weird that he said that and you know we drove home I think I told you guys this we drove home we were driving home, and he took a, the wrong exit. I go, where are you going? He goes, oh, I, I'm so used to going to my house. And I was like, oh, that is a fucking tough one. Tough one, but so good. Um, I'm happy. I'm sad. I, I am at a really interesting spot in my life. Every I feel like I'm learning more about myself. I pussed out of something today. I'm really disappointed in myself. I can't tell you what it is because it involves somebody else. But... uh I really hope that I have the balls to do it within the next week or two. Um, I hate that. It's one of the reasons, you know, you know guys I used to train, I used to help train people at the gym. And my biggest thing was always, um. don't lie to yourself. Like don't don't set up, well, I'm going to work out seven days a week. I'm not going to eat any sugar. I'm not, because then you're setting yourself up for a change in your life that is almost 100% unsustainable. And that means you're, lying, you're making a liar out of yourself. And to me, that is one of the worst things you can do, is make yourself a liar. Because then every time you, make, you break your promise to yourself, every time, you break a, every time you lie to yourself, you just make it easier to do that same thing the next time. And then, believe it or not, you subconsciously are telling yourself, you're a lying sack of shit. Yeah, man, you don't you don't even keep promises to yourself. It's really self-destructive shit. So I used to tell people all the time when you're going to the gym, hey, set a goal that is reasonable. Even if that goal is, this week I just want to drive by the gym every day. Drive by it. Whatever it is. Whatever your thing. Um it's important though to set sustainable goals. And once you do that, and they're easy, and you, then you go, oh, I'm going to add one more thing. I, you know, I talked to you guys about this, this one thing idea. But mm, completely forgot why I started talking about it, though. There was something, not about the working out, but something about lying. Oh, yeah, I told myself I was going to do this, and I didn't. And I pussed out um, because I was scared it was going to hurt somebody's feelings. And I have to get over that shit. You know, it's one thing Freddie's really helped me with. Not on purpose. It's not like we do therapy together. But, you know, he really, Freddie's a really honest, good dude. But if he doesn't want to do something, he says no. And when he wants to do something, he calls somebody and says, hey, this is what I would like to do and I want to do this. How do we get it done? And not in an asshole way. Like, I always kind of figured, like, it's just easy. Like, when you say to somebody, all right, man, yeah, let's hang out. That's just a way of saying goodbye. But it's also a pussy way to say goodbye. Because you're not hanging out with that person. Alright man, call you later. I'm not calling you. That was just a nicer way of saying, I'm leaving. Right? So, Freddie's really helped me, helping me just be confident in that. And I kind of pussed out today. <sighs> Which is a bummer. Because I told myself I was going to do it today. And then I called and I talked to this guy on the phone. He's just such a nice dude. So... Anyways, I'm going to have to do it coming up. Um, but I hate I hate lying to myself. I hate it. I hate it, I hate it, hate it. So hopefully, and then I'll tell you what happened. But I can't tell you ahead of time, because I don't know if he listens to this. I'm assuming he doesn't, but you know, you never know. Um, guys, I'm in Atlanta this week. I'm in Kansas City the next week. I go to Peoria, Illinois, the first week in December. And then I'm in an Brea, then I'm taking some time off. I am not going to the Dominican this year to uh, for David Ortiz's golf tournament. I had to cancel because of some really cool family news that I can't say right now, but I will say very soon. Um, this, I have to say, I went back to not planning. I'm going back to planning the podcast i've I've been writing down the kind of a little outline and going from there, and tonight I was like, You know what? I'm flowing I'm not gonna flow anymore i I like to have a couple of topics all lined up, um but I also wanted to get this out to you on a Monday, and it's Monday, and yeah, I mean this I'm gonna be honest with you. This wasn't my favorite podcast I've ever done. But they can't all be hundreds. Tens. What do you call it? Hundreds? Tens? A's? They can't all be fucking winners. Some of them are just blah. But I will be having another one this week. Uh, Interview uh, with somebody that will be announced on Twitter. I'm going to do my High Live tonight. If you guys aren't watching the High Live, it's on my Facebook fan page. And I'm out, everybody. Time to end this fucking abortion. Later.